Welcome to the Get Your House Right podcast. Get your house right. You gotta get it right. Always. It's the podcast for professional homeowners. That's it. How, how are you, Eli? I'm <laughs> doing great. Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, I have apparently been spilling all over my shirt. Just realized. Did you buy a house? <laughs> can't imagine I can do both at the same time, but no, yes. That's impressive. <laughs> How's that going? You know what I didn't realize? What's that? The title company. Like this, when you... <laughs> why are you moving the microphone? It's crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? Going to sign everything, like yeah. at the title. Yeah, uh, the closing title the, companies? The closing title companies. Yeah. It's like they, they, there's like these paper athletes inside yeah. of there. Sign here, sign here, they sign have, here. They have like the... The you know the rubber yeah, thumb. The sticky they, thing? Have, they have equipment. Like there's so I, much paperwork, you need equipment. Yeah. I only thought my third grade teacher, Miss Stein, needed something like that. Yeah. But apparently, those are pretty. And it's just like paper in front of you. That says all this is signed there. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? Like, okay. All right. Okay. okay. And it's just it doesn't stop. It yeah. does not stop coming. They crush it close. Yeah. Those abstract and title companies. I'll say never in my life has cash as cash is king meant. Cash more is king. to me yeah than going to the title company cash is king exactly you said cash is king like cash is clay cash like is thing. the king of it, it all. Is. makes life a lot easier in some yeah. aspects yeah exactly uh, what are we doing today we have an amazing guest we're going to bring on the podcast uh a friend of ours named rachel anderson it's rachel anderson yeah she is Neat. uh she has a lot of background as it goes with home design DIY projects. She's a graphic artist, a interior designer, and uh, has a lot of experience with remodeling homes. And uh, uh, she's just a very interesting person. We're, we're going to learn a lot from her today, hopefully, on tackling some DIY projects that a lot of people might be scared to or... Yeah. Um, or uh, just intimidated by that process. And uh, she's flipped a whole house and stuff like yeah. that before, hasn't she? Yeah. By yeah. herself, right? E exactly. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, let's, uh, I don't want people to hear us talking. Let's go to a break and bring her on. Does let's do it. Yeah. All right. Be back in a second. Welcome back. Oh, hello. How are we? I'm great. There's another person on the couch. Rachel, welcome to the Get Your House Right podcast. Thanks. How Thanks are you today? Me. I'm good. You're so good. happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. How was your holiday? Really good. I have seven nieces and nephews, so I'm very busy. <laughs> nice. I'm <laughs> sure. Really, really good. Yeah. Well, good. Well, let's just get right into it. We've got some questions for you about the whole DIY process. I know you've seen a lot. Yep. And so I think, number one, I want to know... Lowe's or Home Depot? I okay, this is so funny. I always live like within like a half mile of a Lowe's. Yeah. But I prefer shopping at Home Depot. Why is that? Um I might get <laughs> fought with, but being a girl in DIY, the staff consistently is kinder at Home Depot. Boom. With a, with a five foot five girl coming in. I've had some of the most derogatory comments said about my <laughs> ability to DIY at Lowe's. Oh, I bet. And so consistently I prefer Home Depot, but that's I, yeah. I always live next to a Lowe's. Like, yeah. Cause it's not every day they see someone, let's just call it, you know, they, they see somebody who looks like you yeah. with not a, not a, not a grocery getter, a yeah. full on pallet jack, yep. Yep. you know, like with quick, Drywall, quick board. Yep. Yep. I've got my miter saw in the four by my eights. sedan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sheet rock. Conduit hanging outside of my sedan window. Yeah. Oh, I bet, I bet you've had some opportunities to really, uh, 
uh clap back at some of those folks <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're too, yeah. you're so nice though yeah normally i'm just kind of like they must be having a bad day and i'm there just gonna go. get out yeah. of here there you go. that's the right attitude Cooler heads prevail. Yeah. 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 yeah so you obviously prefer home depot more than lowe's things we're gonna ask you if you've had any run-ins before with yep. yeah. people acting that way that's yeah yep, yeah. yep definitely okay wow. yeah it is interesting being a female in like diy home right remodel because i am learning a lot along the way i've remodeled two homes in lortondale if you know anything about Lortondale, it doesn't have a subfloor. The subfloor is like, I forget how many inches of concrete. It's like 12 or 16 oh. inches of straight concrete. Yeah. And there's no attic or there's no crawl space. Right. There's no yeah. attic. There's no nothing. Right. So remodeling those homes provides like tons of opportunity to grow <laughs> yeah. contractors or just as a homeowner. Yeah. And so when you're coming in with these questions, you normally get a little bit of you don't know what you're talking about because you're a short girl. Right. <laughs> Probably doesn't have any so idea of the industry. explain a little bit about what, sorry to interrupt, what Lordendale is because it's a very specific yes. neighborhood yeah. of it's awesome It's so near and dear to my heart. So it yeah. is the first neighborhood in America that had HVAC. It was wow. designed what? off of Palm Springs by Donald Hahn, who was the main mid-century architect um, who oversaw like a lot of our Art Deco yeah, um, buildings that everyone knows and loves. Donald Hahn did that. So he was lined up with that. Oh, okay. And there was supposed to be a phase two and phase three. They quit halfway through phase two. So that's why you'll see um, Lortondale is located between um, 23rd and 27th. Yeah. And it's between Yale and Darlington. It was supposed to continue on into Hudson, about half of that city block was phase two. So phase one is about 1,200 square foot homes, normally three small bedrooms, one bathroom. Um, phase two, my first home was phase two, my second home was phase one, it's confusing, I downsized. But phase two was three similar size homes, maybe a little bit larger yeah. with two bedrooms, or yeah. two, two bathrooms, yeah. And very yep. trademark, mid-century modern. Yep. Butterfly, design. flat roofs, yeah. um, the entire back wall of the windows, either north or south, are complete windows, like floor-to-ceiling yeah. windows. Awesome. So, yeah, so Man. it's very iconic. I but knew there was cool history there, but... Yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah. Modeled after Palm Springs. Or, that's yeah. really neat. Yeah. wonder why he chose Tulsa. That's another episode for another day, yeah. but... I don't know the answer to that, so yeah. I'll be watching when you guys figure that out. <laughs> we will. The great test market, up. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was... What was your first kind of, how did you get into DIY? Did you do like a small project first or did you bite off the uh, whole house? Yes. And yes, I yes. got, <laughs> I got into it because my parents were home remodelers because okay. we, um, I'm one of five. We grew up in Wisconsin, pastor's family, um, very low income because you're a ministry family. Right. So we would flip houses. Awesome. So I would say my first DIY of my own was not normal because I was renovating my first house at 21. Yeah. I don't think anybody really just like dives into that, but I had right. had years of experience. Yeah. So I probably bit off more than I can chew. My brother was starting to get into general contracting, so he was helping me a lot. But okay. yeah, we, um, that, my first home, we basically did a ton of like the cosmetic stuff. We renovated all of the tile. Um, so kitchen and ba the double bathrooms, 
um, and then tore out all of the flooring. Okay. My second home, I took it down to the studs. Wow. And that was to save money. I did it myself with the help of my friends. So yeah. it was like before work every day, lunch hours every day, and after work every day, I was over there ripping out everything. Yeah. And there's, so, you, you did a great job of capturing all that on video. Thanks. I'm, I'm sure you didn't sure get all of it, no. but, <laughs> a, but a lot of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll point, point everybody to that page to see it as well. Yeah. But uh, my biggest thing is like not being scared to try, but yeah. not being an idiot when you're going into projects over your head. So <laughs> yeah. like home renovation, it's good rules of thumb. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. And like, it's kind of, there's two ditches on either side where just surround yourself with people who know more than you or go to YouTube constantly. Right. And I had to get a city permit for my second home because I was doing so much, gotcha. which is so good for me because you can tell that you know, with any contractor that's coming in, it's getting checked out by someone who doesn't have any money in the game. They're just making sure that the homes are right. like dialed in for the next homeowner after me. Right. That's, that's so, comforting. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, when you hear DIY, sometimes there's a bit of distrust of yeah. like, what am I buying? Yeah. How does electrical really get wired? Yep. Gotta, yeah. So those types of trades, I had actual tradesmen, but the grunt labor yeah. or stuff that I could do like tile that wasn't... Um, holding water. Yeah. I had a plumber come in and do all the tile in my shower, but I could do all the backsplash tile right. or stuff in my half bathroom. I added a half bathroom in my second home. So it became a one and a half bath. Um, yeah. So that's kind of my rule of thumb is yeah. like, don't be scared to learn, but also make sure there's more people who know what to do. Right. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. What was it? Let's say, so throughout the second home that you remodeled and everything was that uh -huh. the anderson surf shack uh -huh. right yep. okay yeah um what was like the biggest pickle you got into like oh um, no moment it turned it turned out to be totally fine but with a concrete slab home i wanted i had these lofty dreams of adding like a full-on I was going to turn one of the small bedrooms into an ensuite and make a master bedroom gotcha. like suite. Yeah. So I had all these dreams of like I'd sketch stuff out with my friend who um, like that's his trade and then come to find out like you can't just reroute plumbing because you don't have a cross space. Right. Like you're okay. chipping up concrete. Yeah. So thankfully my cloak closet in the front ran right over where the drain would be. Oh, nice. And so I was able to add this tiny, tiny half bathroom. They have all these rules about like you can't have anything on the floor within this amount of inches from your toilet. Mm -hmm. So I basically did a floating vanity so to keep the floor space and I didn't have to rearrange like the studs and yeah. all of that. So that was pretty intense. Um, it sounds like it worked out pretty well, though. It worked out yeah. great. And it was like that's like one of the easiest ways to add value to yeah. your house. Um, the other pickle was, um, yeah, in my first and my second home, um, all of the plumbing has to be routed through the walls, or if you're not tearing down walls, it has to be routed through a chase box. So matching the design of the home and not like, I don't know, cramping its style while yeah. getting the functionality of it. Mm. So we had to do that in both homes. Gotcha. What's yeah. a chase box? Chase box is basically just a carrier that you make to look architectural. Okay. It's just drywall that you finish yeah. and it's supposed to blend in with um, crown molding okay. or ceiling colors. Yeah. 
I chose to make it match um, the ceiling colors, but in Lortondale, you have like these I-beams that are architectural. So you're kind of drawing attention to it, gotcha. which yeah. is not normal for most homes. You're matching crown molding right. and stuff. Okay. You yeah. have um, like one of the central pieces in that living space because there's a there's an apartment therapy article that you've been uh -huh. featured on in House, right? Uh -huh. Article as well, even yep. linked on the wool hopefully throw that up uh, on this podcast as well. But you found that awesome bright orange, um, I guess it's a stove. It, yeah, so like it's a, based on the 1970s Malm design, M-A-L-M. Right, okay. I think that comes from like Nordic or Swedish. My family's Danish, so we're like super nerds about our yeah. heritage. Um, my brother and sister-in-law found that like, I would say like 10 years ago on Craigslist before yeah. it was super popular. It's a space heater. Right. I don't know if they okay. if it was originally that way or if it was. It's a wood burning. It sh it would have been, right. but they like rerouted it and made I it gotcha. a space heater. Okay. So if you plug it into a two twenty volt, right. then you can. It's a it's like a fully functioning furnace almost. Yeah. Um, it just takes a lot of energy, so I don't run it. It's right. Like, I so gotcha. like, It's fine. But what's super cool is I designed the home off of that. Well, we our color palettes match right. that. Yeah. So it was all like in the first home, it was grays and whites and that really bold orange. Mm -hmm. What we didn't know until like probably three years after my brother and sister-in-law got that, and then they sold it to me a few years after that, my parents have a picture from their newlywed days in front of a fireplace just like that. That's and pretty cool. And we're sentimental fools. Yeah, so yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm the it was same like, way. oh my gosh, I can never yeah. get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that became like a design feature where like yeah. it's that, my piano, and my record player. Mm -hmm. Like if I didn't even have a couch, I would be happy. Yeah. Those sure. are my those are my three that I have to have. I've yeah. got my dad's 1976 speakers hooked up to my vinyl player. So yeah. it's like all, it's all history yeah. the way I design. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. What is, um, what I'm sure that over the years you've gotten a lot of questions from people like yourself that are like, they have a design in mind, like they're interested, but you know, having a hard time. I mean, it's a lot to just go yeah. ahead and commit a weekend and go yeah. spend money on tools, and materials, and like, yeah. you know, not wearing. So, I guess first question: in those instances, what do you encourage people to do as like an entry? You know, for example, in woodworking, like you can just make a cutting board yeah. and like feel like a, you know, God. Like, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh, <laughs> I've created this cutting board. Yeah. yeah, you get a little boost of dopamine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, are there are is anything come to mind in terms of like a home improvement project, like a low low friction type low of way risk to start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a couple of things. I think it comes down to like where you spend the most time. Right. So for me, I, I work from home most of the time. I'm all over the place. A paint is going to be the easiest, right. low risk, high return. Sure. Um, you can get, honestly, like there's a lot of like discount paint stores. You can just go find mm -hmm. a paint and not have to go pay premium. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that would be my easiest high, high ROI. Otherwise, honestly, backsplash. And there's so many options on the internet now where they're right. adhesive, but they're yeah. water resistant. Yeah. So I've yeah. installed a lot of those for people and it completely changes specifically for whoever is doing the most cooking. 
Right. It transforms their space to where they feel more at home. It's yeah. like it's a piece of them. It's yeah. a respite while they're pre- preparing for themselves or a couple or their family. Yeah. The biggest thing is just to kind of like claim the space and create a color pathway mm-hmm. or a color tone that is peaceful to you. Yeah. So, yeah, the adhesive tile backsplash would be a really big deal or for me it's paint. Yeah. Because honestly, you can bring a lot of character. It doesn't have to be just normal paint. You can do feature walls. You can do half walls. You can do... I saw where I was going to do this in my last house, and then I decided to move. You take uh, like a really run-down broom that you can just get from Lowe's or Home Depot for mm-hmm. like five bucks. Mm-hmm. You pick up a, a, you know, a feature color, and you drag that across the wall, and it's abstract art. Yeah. yeah. You could do that with um, painter's drop cloth and make canvas art if you're considering you're going to get sick of that art piece yeah. like that's really easy and i think it's like a six by nine um piece of canvas painter's drop cloth the medium weight's really nice i've made pieces of artwork and that's 18 dollars. and you can make a ton of canvas yeah. artwork yeah you you've really done well with that stuff too yeah. you know i know etsy yeah making stuff at home on your free time yeah and uh, what do you got? I guess tapestries and yes, things along I, those lines. And yeah. all of that came from building leftover scraps. I like looked and I, I was broke as a joke in my early 20s. I just renovated my first home. Was like, okay, I have a ton of yarn because I crochet and knit because I'm like an 85 year old. <laughs> but then I also had scraps of wood that were just super uneven and I couldn't bear to part with it because I was like, well, people would spend money for this. Yeah. So I built a loom. I just had a bunch of <laughs> leftover like So nails I built a loom. And was just like, oh, I'll make myself a tapestry. And then I posted on Instagram. Yeah. I got a good reaction from it. I ended up shipping them on Etsy. They turned into this international thing. Yeah. And it anthropology actually tried to steal the idea. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was like kind of chaotic, but like kind of like a like a it was fun but not because you're yeah. like oh you're stealing my idea but it was just someone had seen on instagram and submitted it as their own and that's what right. happened sure so it got released in one of their catalogs but what is it as uh, imitation is the highest form of yeah, flattery it really yeah. is i was kind of like wow that's kind of cool yeah. <laughs> right. some of you're kind of yeah. doing it in your free time trying yeah. to make a little side hustle yeah, money i was just trying to make my home homey yeah you know right yeah i love that yeah i love that uh what are what are some sources of kind of I don't know if it'd be inspiration for you or there, is there certain yeah. channels you look to to guide yourself on YouTube or people that are just yeah. getting into the DIY space, things yeah. like that? I Three of my friends on YouTube, I'm always learning from, whether it's design, whether it's like tips and tricks on tools or whether it's like a material I've never thought about using. Yeah. Um, one is Ben Ueda, um, U-Y-E-D-A. His, I yeah. think his his is homemade modern i think i always just know him by his instagram name Mm -hmm. but he's genius because he's a um like he's highly highly educated as a um and he's an environmental architect is that his exact title he's got he's an engineer i think as well yeah and then a lands i say yeah there's something with green space and environmental design yeah. and all of that. But he basically just got into YouTube. Mm-hmm. I learned a ton from him. Mike, Mike Montgomery from uh, Modern Builds. Okay. Yeah. He's huge. I met him at, at uh, yeah. he's at in Gathering he, Place? No, we were, uh, this is a few years back. Oh, okay. You guys did something together, right? He did a collaboration with me on my yeah. second home. Yeah, okay. And he came in and did the, um, the 
bathroom backslash with me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's was, a cool dude. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. They're all like so down to earth. Mm -hmm. And then the third channel that I watch is DIY Huntress. And okay. that's my friend Sam. She's a Huntress. Huntress. Okay. Yeah. And she's a licensed therapist counselor who got into interior design. Huh. She was in that before, did that as a side hustle to pay her rent and college degree, and then like blew up in the DIY world. Wow. And they're all really approachable with like things that they're learning. They don't come off as I'm a know-it-all, even right. though they really do. Like they're so good at what they do. Yeah. So I learned from them a lot, but with design stuff, it's going to sound so cheesy. Honestly, it's like I try and collect moments from wherever I travel to. Yep. So yeah. everything in my last home was a memory of someplace special I had been. So See. the artwork, the tile choices, the color pathways, like everything was supposed to take me back to a happy memory. Right. So I have a photo album of just things that I love or moments of taking my best kid, my best friend's kids to a coffee shop and yeah. like seeing a penny tile, you know, or yeah. um, flying out to surprise my nieces and nephews in LA and taking them to brunch. And there was like this beautiful like subway tile that was kind of arranged in a unique way. And I was like, Oh, I'll do that in my home. It's all supposed to be a tie to remember these small moments. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Positive energy. Yeah, 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 it really is. And it yeah. makes the home very much yourself. Like right. when you're coming home, it's not you're coming home to a magazine home. You're coming home to a space that is very much you. Yeah. Right. So it's the most healing space. Yeah. That's what home should be. They yeah. shouldn't be right. Instagrammable. That yeah. should come because people feel like you're happy there. Right. So yeah. it's kind of a reverse Danish way of thinking of it. Yeah. It's I I sometimes I think about that when I see, you know, new neighborhoods popping up that are yeah, it's like the no the, trees. Yep. Well, the, the, it, the, yeah, the white. On. It's just nowadays it's the white exterior, like yep. hospital white, yeah. black yep. black windows, yep. one single cedar post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think that's just human nature. Like we we all want to you know be on be on the same page in some ways. But yeah. the most beautiful spaces you've ever walked into are always. It's unique to the person who put them together. Yeah. You know, that's how art is. It's like, it's all supposed to be storytelling. Sure. And like, yeah. if we go into the gathering place here in Tulsa, yeah. that's a nod to Japanese bindery. Like most of the right. furniture in the lodge is created without power tools. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's a nod to honor people or a different culture mm -hmm. or bring cultures together. Right. So that's why you feel at home in those spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, Japanese what? Japanese bindery, they bindery. don't use like any kind of screws yeah. or um, nails or anything. It's all wood on wood and how they do their cuts and yeah. every it's stunning. Yeah. Basically they, they, they use mortise and tenon joinery, yeah. which is, they're basically turning raw wood into pieces that fit together almost like it's, it's nothing it's nothing like legos but i'm just saying yeah. like they they make wood be able to fit together without glue or yeah. screws or anything it's like, hardware it's like they use wise. the raw wood as the puzzle pieces from the get-go right. instead of forming those to fit a design yeah. Right. like yeah it's really beautiful yeah i'm blanking on the guy's name but all the furniture in the gathering place is george um nakashima that sounds maybe, right. Maybe right. Yeah. 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 Legendary 
woodworker from Japan. Well, he's a, he's a Japanese American, uh, passed away now, but his daughter, I guess, runs all of it now. Oh, I didn't know that. Very interesting stuff. Um, but, uh, in all these processes with these houses, we always like to talk about contractor horror stories because anybody that's owned a home (laughs) for more than a couple of years is going to have a run in with some terrible situation, especially, you know, there's, there are States like the ones we live in with a little bit more lax regulation on who can carry a license to do business and stuff like that. Do you have anything like that? I do. I was fortunate. A lot of my contractors were friends of people that I knew. Sometimes that can be the trouble though. (laughs) So one of those, one of my horror stories is because of that. And one is not, most of it went off seamlessly. I will say, and I'm very grateful. Um, I was general contracting my own projects, you right. you kind of are balancing out like stepping up with authority, but trying not to be disrespectful, but also like making sure things are getting done mm-hmm. exactly how you've dreamed up and how you're yeah. paying. Um, I had done, so one of my stories is I had done penny tile in my master shower in my last house. And it was just a weird fluke. The um, when you're installing a, a tub and then doing um, like concrete board and all of yeah. that, and you like seal it, he did everything perfectly. Like he had even made sure like the studs were like level and like gone through all of his detail. But he put the board in uh, behind the tub lip. Like when you install a tub, there's mm-hmm. an invisible lip behind right. it yep. Yep. that you're bas- basically supposed to put the concrete board in front of. Exactly. Yeah. He More. had installed it behind. Oh no. So with petty tile, yeah. it's quite unforgiving. And there was this massive bump leading up to right. it. So me thinking, okay, I could just get my other tile friend in here in a year or two. It's yeah. water sealed. No big deal. What I didn't realize is it jacked up the entire like grade of the wall because of how he installed it. So I had to rip out all of the tile after a couple of years and retile it. And it was just like so sad because I had like done this custom niche tile design and all of this. But the other one was another weird fluke thing. And this is where it's like know what to look for or ask questions. The guys who installed my baseboard the team had installed half of it reversed. So they only plane one side of the baseboard to be smooth because you never see the other side. Right. Yeah. So when the painters came in, it looked like the paint was dripping in half of the rooms. Oh no. (laughs) And I called the painter and I'm like, what the heck happened? He's like, well, it's just how the baseboards are. I'm like, no, the baseboards just got installed and they're brand new. And then we ran our hand over like all of the baseboards in the house. Yeah. Half of them were the soft side, the plain side, the yeah. smooth side, and half of them weren't. Gotcha. So the painter was just like, buy materials, I'll cover the labor because we really want you to be happy with it. Yeah. But you have to come in and sand everything down. So I had like 24 hours on top of a really full schedule to come in with my dad's belt sander from the oh, 80s geez. and go through every inch. It's on the ground. Yeah, oh, no. with my dust mask and my, you know, my eyeglasses and everything. And I'm just like, you know, saying stuff just out of rage in my head and just like you have that high pitch tool and you're just like not loving life. But, yeah. but then it was fine. Right. It's like during the project, you're ready to like have three mental breakdowns and then you get in the home yeah. and you're like, yeah. this is my serene home. Yeah, right? It's like, did you not remember the last six months? 
That's that's like the it it always seems to come down. I mean, most of the time it's a devil in the details situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like it you really can do ninety nine things yep. A plus yep. and miss one thing yep. and Sours two years later it all has to go away. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. the bummer of it. That's why I mean Honestly, like good skilled labor is hard yeah. to find. Yeah. And a company like a company to call. If, yes. You know? Yes. Like, because if it's just an individual, you're kind of you're kind of just you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. You just you gotta really are. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah. Good labor that you trust and a company that you can call. Yep. It's not is going anywhere. Really makes the whole process a lot more palatable. And it's a different burden to GC your own project because you kind of don't want to come in as the bad guy. (laughs) You know, you're paying the checks, you're making Mm -hmm. the calls, you're doing all the design things. They don't just, they don't agree with your design things half the time. And then you're coming in correcting them. Yeah. And it's just a weird place to be. Yeah. You know, dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as a female, like it's just odd. So Yeah. yeah. Definitely some interesting convos where you're just like brain dead. It's got to feel pretty good when you go into those conversations knowing what you know because you're yeah. 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 You're like, well actually this yeah. is how you're supposed to do it yeah. like yeah she wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. and then the other and then the other 90 percent of the times yeah. i'm calling my brother being like double fact check me right. please yeah. <laughs> like, you know it's really nice again really nice to know people who have your back right who are like okay yes you're right in this no this is wrong yes you can do this yeah. and kind of like it's good just check my facts for mm-hmm. me yeah, yeah. Do you have any upcoming, like, what's, I know you just moved to Boulder. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Enjoying that so far? I love it. Yeah. I love the mountains. I mean, I get it. Boulder's yeah. like, Boulder. it's, <laughs> it's there, it Like, sunrise stay. and sunsets from my apartment window, seeing the mountains, yeah. like, I don't know if you could ask for much more to start and end your day. Yeah. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So you're in an apartment right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you're making and crafting things all the time. Yeah. But what's anything up on your list next or? So I got to help a friend build this custom table. She has a permanent jewelry business and she wanted a standing table, but basically like cut out like almost like half of a hexagon. Yeah. And so I helped her design and build that and designed it was easy to fit into her minivan, all of that. But right now for myself, I'm keeping the projects to a minimum and I'm pretty much just doing artwork stuff, like nice. more like cosmetic stuff. Yeah, you know? right. like yeah, cool. Just easy things. And then um, I might start mass producing those like once a month and mm-hmm. then partnering with local whatever homemade shops or yeah. Realtors, if they need to style Bull's things, a good place for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really good yeah. place for that. Right. It's yeah. all pretty natural and you know hippie and yeah. you know stuff like that. So awesome. that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. Well, cool. I'm sure there's many, many beautiful homes in your future, though. Yeah. probably a lot of big projects down the road at some point. Yep, yeah. definitely. So. I'll have to. I can't stay seated still too long yeah <laughs> we all have a little gypsiness yeah we do gypsies at heart like, i know we are yeah um yeah. well i love it i love it yeah, yeah. thank you so much for coming yeah, on for having thank you guys. so much yeah, to hear. yeah so we learned fun. a lot for yeah. sure good and um yeah know, safe travels back to colorado thank when you. you get there and hopefully in the future we can have you on again yeah i'd love that that would be awesome awesome, yeah. awesome. thanks guys yeah you're welcome well thank you guys for listening in and uh we'll see you next time on the get your house right podcast get your house right Bing. <laughs> <laughs>